0: Welcome to Quillsword Blogcast. Is Russia Losing the War with Ukraine? I'm writing this on September 11, 2022. At this time, the Kharkiv Front has collapsed in a rout for the Russians. Ukrainian troops have reached the border and have liberated a large swath of territory on the eastern side of Ukraine. Russian media is having a hard time covering for the defeat. No, that doesn't mean Russia has lost yet but it looks very very bad i'm not a military analyst and i don't play one on tv but i do know a thing or two about politics in my opinion the war is now unwinnable for russia granted i never thought it was winnable to begin with i've also been inclined to expect a fairly short war this flew in the face of what military experts mostly expected but they look at the battlefield. However, battlefields are supported by politics, and the Russians have been losing that war since February 27th, when Germany announced its support for Ukraine and the sanctions. Russia shut off Nord Stream about a week or so ago. That gamble to break the NATO alliance is now lost. Nothing like a big touchdown to get the fans on their feet. Ukraine has that touchdown, the political support won't break anytime soon. Russia is out of luck and out of time. The war's over politically. It's just a question of how bad it's going to hurt Russia. Hint, really bad. I still think the Russians will lose all Ukrainian territory, including Crimea. It won't happen tomorrow, but it won't take years either. Chechnya doesn't love Russia. Russia. Oh, its current strong strongman does have a bromance with Putin. But most of the population? Yeah, no. Without effective Russian support, Chechnya may, and probably will, break away. If so, that will just be the first domino. Russia is broke and increasingly broken. This does not end well. It also doesn't end in a fireball. This isn't Russia's first loss, and there's nothing to be gained by self-destruction. All sorts of crazy things that they may do. As if shelling a nuclear power plant weren't crazy enough. But tossing big bombs that make the U.S. toss big bombs at you? Uh, nope. None for Russia, thanks. It's driving. So, war's over. Cake and cookies for everyone? (laughs) Not so fast, no. Russia was kind enough to provide massive amounts of weapons and munitions to Ukraine. The success for Ukraine will result in more Western support. Now, I'm no military analyst, but I'm pretty sure that's very bad for the Russian military, especially when you include all the stuff blown up by HIMARS missiles. I could be wrong, but losing all your weapons while the other side gets lots and lots more weapons seems like it might be bad for your war effort. Politically, I am certain it's devastating. The Russian media is struggling to stay on point, and it's mostly failing. So, bigger questions. Is Putin in danger of removal? Sure, he's a Russian strongman, and he puts his pants on one leg at a time, too. But yes, the risk of a coup is growing. Uh, that's just not what I think will happen first. In strongman nations, failure is not an option. Failure is weakness. Weakness is bleeding, and there are always piranha in the water. But Putin has always known this, and has protected himself. There's no obvious successor. This is a feature, not a bug. Okay, it's a bug for Russia, but it's a feature for Putin. A coup is possible, but unlikely in the face of a political void, especially for the chaos adverse Russians. But that's in Moscow. Russia is a big place with lots of ethnicities and nationalities. Virtually no one, ethnic Russians included, likes Moscow and plenty would be perfectly happy to be rid of the Russians altogether. Those provinces... And I'll stop here for a second. Russia is a whole bevy of different state-like districts, and I'm too lazy to look up all the names, so I'm just using province as a stand-in. Okay, back on track. Those provinces with the strongest historic ties to Russia are likely to be in for the long haul. Maybe... Those further afield, eh, not so much. Yes, Chechnya tops this list. There are a lot of provinces that regret not breaking away when the Soviet Union collapsed. If they smell enough blood in the water, they are likely to start biting. Some, like Chechnya, will be ground swells from the public. Others will will be the political elites using public discontent as a lever to get out from under Moscow's thumb. How many? No way to know. But if Putin is going to lose power, it likely starts with provinces breaking away. If, and it's a big if still at this stage, that starts to happen, the war in Ukraine will be instantly over. But that also has a nasty sting because a sudden withdrawal likely brings home more malcontents than loyal soldiers ready to put down the uprising. Uh, Need them at home, can't take them out of Ukraine. This does not go well for Putin. As the Russian Federation shows real signs of collapse, that's when a coup against Putin is likely to take place. He has no obvious successor, and no one to install to protect him after he leaves power, so assuming he's not suddenly in Beijing on some very important diplomatic thingy, he's going to prison, or a pine box. The Russians aren't known to be picky about such things. Personally, I'd bet on Beijing, but only if someone comes up with an actual need for him to go. He's not the runaway type, don't get me wrong. However, a coup is much simpler if he's not at home for that coup. Will a coup happen? Probably eventually. It's Russia, and coups are their national pastime. But don't look for it soon. Putin didn't get to be the top dog of the junkyard without knowing how to fight. Nation-state collapse is far more likely. But like I said... Nation-states are resilient little boogers. Sometimes they really do come back in a surprise win after halftime. It makes the game unpredictable and so much more fun to watch. But this isn't Hollywood, so don't expect a Hollywood ending. They may not make the final touchdown. Even if they do, there won't be a big celebration in the end zone. Russia has already lost the playoffs. And... Probably the game.